From bloated and tired to free and inspired, welcome to Free and Inspired Radio with Philip Watkins, your weekly dose of everything digestion and mental health related. We hope you enjoy this episode. Here is your host, Philip Watkins. Yes, yes. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of Free and Inspired Radio. I'm your host, a naturopathic practitioner, Philip Watkins, and I'm grateful to have you with us today. If you're new to the show, well, the title says it all. It's all about feeling free and inspired and exploring the many different avenues you can take to get there, whether it's deep dives on digestion and mental health solutions or guests who offer their own stories and answers. I hope I can be the type of guide you can rely on to unlock the agency you have to reach your own mental and physical competency. Let's get started with what's coming up on today's episode. Coming up on this week's show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is episode 37 of Free and Inspired Radio. If you're listening to this for the first time, welcome aboard. And if you're returning to the show, then thank you for joining Free and Inspired Radio for another round. I hope you find some of the solutions you're looking for. Now, this episode explores omega-3, fish oil, depression, and your mental health. Fish oil has many applications across multiple health conditions, but our focus for this episode is depression and other mental health conditions Now, when talking about fish oil for mental health, especially depression, to my patients, I always refer to fish oil as a research merry-go-round. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, one study will show you it's positive for mental health and even for reducing mortality risk. As the merry-go-round continues, there'll be contradictory study on mental health that confuses patients and practitioners alike. In this episode, I'm going to try and balance out that view, look at some of the mistakes made in the negative studies, and introduce how fish oil can be beneficial for depression and mental health, and also go into what I believe is the number one mistake people make when they're trying to use fish oil supplementally for therapy. So stay tuned for that in the second part of the show. So defining the causes of depression is essential when assessing how fish oil might might be able to help now more than ever. But why? A meta-analysis assessing the link between serotonin and depression has ruled that depression may not be a chemical deficiency. Furthermore, the study states that long-term use of antidepressants may reduce serotonin concentration, potentially causing lower levels of serotonin in the treatment process process or in the long run. Now, it's fair to say that this caused quite a stir. However, this doesn't then mean that antidepressants don't work because, look, we all know someone who's used antidepressants and they've worked really, really well. So this is a timely reminder that this review is not an excuse to stop taking your antidepressants if you've been prescribed some to help you but it may be an opportunity to evaluate why they are helping and look at complementary interventions based on what you find. 
happy you're here on Free and Inspire Radio. So other origins of depression need to be given equal standing due to this review. When the meta-analysis came out at the end of July 2022, I first tried to find as many people as I could involved in depression research over the years and their opinions on the review. Now, one of the prevailing themes after reading quite a few different uh, opinions on this was that, firstly, none of the researchers were surprised about this result, which is kind of crazy, but they're at the bleeding edge of this research, so they probably know something that we don't, right? Secondly, it opens the door to looking into why antidepressants actually help, which might be through their role in reducing neuroinflammation, which you may have heard of if you've listened to other episodes of Free and Inspired Radio. So it's reducing neuroinflammation where fish oil can come into play. So let's look at this form of inflammation first and see if we can kind of learn something about it so that we can understand how fish oil works there. So the brain has its own immune system. And this, um, it, within this immune system, there is an immune response handled by specialist immune cells called glia. Microglia are the main focal point we'll discuss and the primary mediators of the Im- immune response within the brain. One of their main jobs is to survey the brain and spinal cord and coordinate the signals between the brain and the immune system if any immune action is required. If immune action is required, say by an infection or an injury to the brain, like concussion is a good example, then the inflammation caused by the microglia in response recruits vital immune cells to the site of the problem to do their work. So let me just repeat that because that's quite important. If immune action is required, say by an infection or in or an injury to the brain, then inflammation caused by these specialized glial cells or microglia in response recruit vital immune cells to the site of the problem so that they can do their work and start repairing some of that damage there. Now, all of this makes sense, right? We're lucky to have an immune system. We're lucky to have this innate protection from all of these different forms of injury and problem. But the brain and the rest of the central nervous system are crucial at times. And despite that, we have we have all of these amazing mechanisms, so there's a reason to be gratitude, uh, <laughs> to be grateful, and add that to your gratitude journal. If you didn't find anything today, you have an innate, specialized immune system protecting your brain at all times. Definitely something to be grateful for. Getting distracted again. Excuse me. So, despite the necessity of neuroinflammation for our immune system, things can get out of control. As always, stress is one of those things that can make neuroinflammation worse, especially when the stress is chronic or traumatic. And researchers have now been able to link this neuroinflammatory response to the development of conditions such as what we're looking in this episode, depression. To illustrate just how strong this link might be, elevated inflammation, increased microglia activation, and evidence of an increased immune response were all detected within specific parts of the brain of depressed suicide victims. So let's deconstruct some fish oil basics now to understand and connect all this together and understand better how it helps different parts of the brain. 
A vital place to begin is that omega-3 fats occur in many other dietary sources behind, besides their supplemental form in fish oil or in the diet as a form of oily fish. Foods high in omega-3 fats include leafy greens, uh, walnuts, flax seeds, hemp seeds, personal favorite, and oily fish such as salmon, sardines, and tuna. So quite a large you know, breadth of dietary options for you there if you're not big into supplements. For our exploration into fish oil, we're going to look at two essential omega-3 fats, eco-serpentinoic acid, so easier known as EPA, and docosahexanoic acid, or DHA. So you may have seen these on your label if you've used fish oil before, and they're considered to be the active ingredients there. Now, if you're new to the current research into fish oil outside of depression and mental health, I'm sorry, we're not going to go into that. I'm probably going to do a deeper you know, kind of deeper element on fish oil or sorry, deeper episode on fish oil at some stage because there is such a huge list of things, even if you caught last week's episode on periodontal disease, uh, Omega-3 has some great research there. Um, but look, as I said, we'll, we'll definitely get there at some stage. Hold tight. To continue, EPA and DHA play different roles in helping the brain. And we'll start off with DHA first. DHA is one of the critical nutrients for the growth of functional development, sorry, the functional development growth of brains in infants. So this is why pregnant women need to take fish oil. Not only does it help with postpartum um, depression, but it also from the final trimester into the first six months of either breastfeeding or uh, feeding the baby, uh, you, uh, Keeping up your DHA levels is incredibly important for the development of a young young person's brain. So building on this, research over the years connects DHA deficiency through the diet generated mainly from dietary deficiency, as I said, in omega-3 fats to worsen to how depression worsens cardiac cardiovascular syndromes like heart attacks now let me explain so basically what they found is that a dha deficiency connects people who have depression and also more severe heart attacks so now what they're thinking of is that the dha deficiency is the reason why people with depression have more severe heart attacks or unfortunately as a way to say it die suddenly and to give you a sense of what this means in the real world they've calculated that around 200 milligrams of dha daily from fish or other sources will improve your risk of suddenly dying from a heart attack that's kind of crazy for most though 200 milligrams means having some form of fish daily which is a long way away from most, hence why supplementation can be necessary because a dietary deficit has been associated with some key changes in the brain and mental health also. So decreases in DHA are also associated with the development of Alzheimer's disease and cognitive decline. So a study from June 2022, a few months ago at the time of putting this episode together, found that higher red blood cell levels of DHA had a positive effect on the prevention of Alzheimer's disease. So pretty cool stuff there. All of these effects we've covered here so far <clears throat> from one fatty acid 
in fish oil is just by correcting the diet. So we haven't even started using it as a potential therapy in what we're going to review. So before we do that, let's have a quick break on free and inspire radio. And we'll be back with how fish oil supplementally can help with some of your mental health issues. We'll back soon. Time to take a break. Are you enjoying this episode of Free and Inspired Radio? There's no better time to take back your personal health sovereignty. If you want to connect with more free and inspired episodes, simply subscribe to your favorite podcast platform or visit the website at www.philipwatkins.health for more information. Let's get back to the show. Yes, yes, welcome back to episode 37 of Free and Inspired Radio, where we are exploring fish oil and its role in depression and mental health. So let's start the final part of the show with how fish oil and omega-3 might be therapeutic for you. So in the first part, we kind of discuss neuroinflammation, which is quite one of the forms of or one of the origin stories that they think may drive depression alongside maybe eight or nine others. Now, let's look at this time why it's not just dietary deficiencies in DHA that cause issues. Postpartum depression, social anxiety disorder, and bipolar disorder all see lower levels of both EPA, so the other part of um, other important omega-3 fat, and DHA, and that's what we're going to look at now. Not only this, but a study also found that low levels of omega-3 fats, so just the EPA and DHAs, or low levels of dietary omega-3s, um, predict a reduced response to standard antidepressant therapy in people with major depressive disorder. Now, this is really important because if you've... I, the episode specifically uh, <laughs> escapes me now, but you may remember that I've talked before around a really important study um, that for me really started an interest in nutritional psychiatry, if you like, uh, where people who were deficient in zinc and magnesium, they had non-responders in major depressive disorder who weren't responding to antidepressants and then they supplemented them with zinc and magnesium and the rate of response from the antidepressants really shot up and it was quite amazing and it seems to seems now that a dietary deficiency in omega-3 fats, which of course can be corrected via fish oil supplementation, can actually improve antidepressant therapy in people with major depressive disorder. So add that one to the list with zinc and magnesium. It seems that supplementing with a combination of EPA and DHA on top of correcting a deficiency so shows excellent promise for depression and its other associated conditions. That said, the ratio of EPA in formulas still needs to be represented in higher amounts than DHA. And this is why you don't see a one-to-one ratio very often in fish oil supplements. You always see the EPA higher because it's deemed to be generally more effective at this point. So you'll see differing ratios there, but there's still not a consensus on what that ratio should be, as you're going to find out now. So for example, some studies have found that supplementing with EPA 
mainly at a dose of around one to two grams per day. So good good supplements will be around 500 to 700 milligrams of EPA. So that's equaling around two to three capsules daily was better than placebo and DHA for mild to moderate depression than a combination of the EPA and DHA. So I'll just repeat that. Basically, EPA at high doses was actually more effective at dealing with mild to moderate depression than placebo and DHA on its own, and also a combination of EPA and DHA together. And this is why the EPA in your fish oil formula is quite important. So how do EPA and DHA differ in their role in depression and neuroinflammation? Great question. Glad you asked. So to put it in simple terms, at least from my interpretation of the research, EPA is an anti-inflammatory agent and DHA manages the functional integrity of the brain. And it seems to, it's still fair to say, though, that this is being investigated and we need to know more information about this mechanism of action to get a better idea of exactly what EPA and DHA are doing for the brain and why they're therapeutic for depression. Regardless, with the American Psychiatric Association or the APA currently recommending the use of omega-3 supplementation for depression, impulse control and other psychiatric conditions, if you feel like you want to assess whether your diet and natural medicine can help, an omega-3 supplement such as fish oil might be an excellent place to start. Now, this is the kicker. So there are some things to know when starting to use fish oil. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, there are some mistakes that people make that may stop fish oil from working for you. So let's just work through those things for you. One of the first things I recommend to all of my patients and you in our broader free and inspired community is one of the supplements where you is that fish oil, excuse me, is one of the supplements where you need to spend more than you may expect. Why? Making a pure fish oil capsule, so making pure fish oil, then putting it into the capsule with no heavy metals or other contaminants is expensive. Adding, you know, adding cold pressing and distillation processes and filtration and extraction that prevent rancid oil from turning into capsules. And in my view, it's almost impossible to create a cheaper product without cutting corners in this purification process, if you like. Now, to put one of these manufacturing processes into context, just to give you a sense of how important they are, one study assessing supercritical fluid extraction, which is one of the manufacturing um, methods they use to remove heavy metals from fish oil, saw levels of lead, cadmium, arsenic, and mercury reduced by over 90%. 90% reduction in heavy metals from doing this extraction process. Imagine if they didn't do it and cut the corners, save the money on the manufacturing, and were able to provide you with a a cheaper volume of capsules, but at what cost? Now, this has been a big problem. Heavy metal contamination in fish oil has been a huge problem for a long time. And now that we understand that the doses need to be higher, as we talked about, we're looking at around three or four capsules, the more capsules you have, the more potential you have to be exposed to those heavy metals if you don't spend the money on the product. Now, that is an unfortunate part of this. So 
at least try and screen the brands that you're looking into. Uh, not sponsored by anyone, but I think a nice over-the-counter brand is Nordic Naturals, and I think you can generally stick with them. Pretty easy to find around. So the time and dosage for fish oil supplementation predicts its therapeutic success. So I did mention this is a big mistake. So time and dosage, let's look at those and how they predict your therapeutic success with fish oil. So I think this is often the one thing that many patients who say fish oil doesn't help them could do differently in the future. The first is the minimum time to take before seeing an effect. Different conditions will have different parameters, obviously, but I think a rule of thumb for mental health is three months minimum. I'm just going to repeat that. A minimum for mental health or rule of thumb is three months minimum before you even expect a result. And this length of time can be astonishing to most, but it does speak to how natural medicine works in the body. You know, it's a persuasion as, an, as opposed to an imposition. And in the case of the anti-inflammatory effects of fish oil and the way they affect the brain, these effects can take a long time to change. Hence, why you not see what you well, you may not see what you're looking for uh, for even eight weeks. And this is you just got to keep going. And <clears throat> This can be a bit of a challenge because especially in mental health, you want to see some change, right? You're taking something in order to try and feel better tomorrow. So as I said, this is where nutrition, fish oil, and all of these things, if you can align your expectations and bring them together a little bit, exercise, and some of the other things we've talked about on Free and Inspired Radio, maybe you can start to see some changes differently. But in the case of fish oil, I would say good a good 12 weeks as a minimum there so the dose is the second place the patients and researchers could do better in the future i mentioned that there were some mistakes that i've seen in some of the negative studies and they just don't use enough epa and dha in those studies so the way i explain that to people is if you take a third of a paracetamol you would expect a third of the mechanism of action you would expect a third of the therapy if you take a third of the dose of the recommended dose for fish oil for mental health you would probably expect a third of the therapy or you may even find that it doesn't do anything and this unfortunately is a methodology result and this also explains why there are so many mixed studies on fish oil and actually a bunch of other natural medicine agents as well especially in herbal medicine where they use the wrong herbs or you know the wrong species of the herb they use the wrong part of the herb it's a, a big uh, issue and if i was to have my own opinion i believe it's natural medicine's ex- uh, responsibility and no one else's uh, so there you go i'll get off my soapbox on that one now the minimum dose for mental health benefits And in the case of our focus for this episode, depression is a minimum, in my opinion, of one to two grams of EPA and one gram of DHA daily. Unfortunately, this does seem like the lower end of the dose with other recommendations from other studies getting up to nine capsules of fish oil a day for some mental health conditions. So in this case, depending on the strength of the EPA and DHA in the formula that you've chosen, four to six capsules daily for three months will give you the best chance of success. That's a lot of capsules, but hopefully 
by listening to this episode. It's obviously not medical advice. Don't go off your antidepressants. Please consult a professional if you want to, you know, get some professional advice. You don't have to go it alone. And that's a big theme for everything that we're doing at Free Inspired Radio. You will hopefully have found through listening to this episode that there is potential for using omega-3 supplementation and it's worth the effort, worth the cost because there is research behind it and it's positive research. So there are things that you can do and hopefully this episode has helped you to bring some new light to that. What do you think? Indeed, some exciting chances to use natural medicine for your mental and brain health. I'm sure we'll see lots more as the research into dosing continues. I think we do need some standardization with the dosing so that we can better help people. And hopefully over the next coming years, we'll be able to get big studies, large amounts of people, not just associative stuff because we know associations just not good enough just yet, but I think we've seen enough outcome studies now with fish oil to maybe get a little more excited. Before we finish this free and inspired radio episode, if you would love to hear more from me and get the word on new articles, podcasts, and more, jump over to my website, philipwatkins.health, and join our community via the newsletter. Uh, Sign up on the homepage there. Now, also, I've not really told many people this, but I did have an inquiry. Yes, you can book an appointment with me. And if you go to the website, you'll see a tab on the website, philipwatkins.health, where it says work with Philip and you'll be able to organize an appointment with me generally wherever you are. If you in you are residing in Hong Kong or Asia, I can see you through my clinic, the Integrated Medical Institute here in Hong Kong and all around the world. Please contact us directly through the website and we'll be able to work something out with you if you want to. Your reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify help me get the word on the street about free and inspired radio. And if you are listening to this on YouTube, throw the video a like and subscribe to see when each new podcast is uploaded. I'd like to send a few shout outs to the listeners who get this far. As always, I'd like to send a big shout out to the cold that my daughter gave me from her preschool. Um, I've been told from my old radio days that it does make my voice a little bit more palatable uh, on radio when I have a cold. So I I hope this is the case. Um, But more importantly, the show is about helping you find the freedom to feel inspired again and I hope this episode gets you one step closer. Until next week, don't forget to take care of yourself and those around you. And we'll be back with more Free and Inspired Radio next week. See you then. Oh my gosh, you made it to the end. This show is all about you, and we hope you finished this episode feeling one step closer to feeling free and inspired. We'll be back next week, but if you want to know more about Philip, please catch a digital flight to www.philipwatkins.health for further details about how we might be able to help. In the meantime, have a great morning, afternoon, or evening, and we'll see you for another episode next week.